2: The sponsors of this podcast are the makers of the premium gaming peripherals HyperX. They make headphones, all kinds of stuff. I'm wearing a pair right now. Fantastic. And they are offering UK-based customers 20% off their entire full-price gaming headset range throughout the tournament up until the 11th of July. Terms and conditions apply. Just head on over to uk.hyperx.com to read the terms and conditions and use the discount code EURO2020 once at the checkout. That's uk.hyperx.com, discount code EURO2020. Hello, I'm Barry Castanola, and welcome to Never Write Off the Germans, the most unfortunately titled Euros podcast since I fancy Turkey as the dark horses of this tournament. (laughs) With victory against Germany, the monkey is well and truly off England's back, and let's hope the cheeky little bastard doesn't fancy a piggyback during the Ukraine match this Saturday in Rome, because this draw and other results have blown this competition wide open, ready for England to blow it. What a (laughs) few days. More goals scored already than in any other European Championship, 14 of those in two pulsating games on Monday night, the only shame being that Bale couldn't save Wales' bacon as the Danish dared to dream of another European fairy tale that Hans Christian Andersen would be proud of if he was into football. And not dead. <laughs> Talking of death, the Group F, Group of Death, have been buried. France, au revoir, au revoir, Deutschland, and whatever goodbye is in Portuguese. <laughs> Joining me to discuss the round of 16 games of Euro 2020, it's 2021, <laughs> and answer some trivial questions along the way, we have rising comedy star and the only person I know who could and perhaps should have an animal after her name, it's Chloe Petz. <laughs> hello, Chloe.
1: Hi. Hello, hello.
2: How are you? Thanks for joining us. I'm very well, thank you. How are you, how are you
1: enjoying the Euro so far? Well, no, I haven't enjoyed the Euros at all since um, the Scotland game because it came very early that I was like, oh, we're so bad, we're going to lose this. And once once England lose, I have no interest whatsoever because it hurts so much. But after last night, I'm absolutely buzzing and I've got like a huge renaissance and I'm loving watching it. Great. Well, also
2: joining us, we have comedy writer, actor, director and host of Stop Hammer Time, the West Ham podcast. And the only person I know whose name would benefit from having a undealings after it, it's Phil Whelan. Yes. <laughs> Hi Barry, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, that's the title of my next Edinburgh show. Sorted. <laughs> I, I hope to make it clear to the listeners as well, and not to get confused with the ex Ipswich Town, Middlesbrough, Oxford United, and South End defender yeah, Phil Whelan, right. yeah, uh, who's got who had three under twenty one caps. How many under twenty one caps have you got, Phil Whelans?
3: Uh, uh, wait a minute. Um, I'll have to go and count them. Uh, I think it might be none, but I'll go and have a look at the cabinet in a minute oh. and see how
2: many I've got. All right, well, while you're doing that, I'll inter- introduce our final guest. It's the host of Radio Four's The News Quiz, The Bugle Podcast, and Test Match Special Statistician. And uh, the only person I know with two Zs in his name, um, I mean, the only <laughs> one, the one I can think of is Jar, Jar Gabor. I don't know her. And this one's far more glamorous. It's Andy Zoltzman.
4: Right. You should have, you've should. got to go with Zinedine Zidane there, surely. Oh, I mean, shit. I, know. I didn't I mean, think of him.
2: I went straight for Jar Jar Gabor.
4: Yeah, I mean, two legends of of of, of football in, in their in their different different ways, Zidane and Gabor.
2: But I have I have
4: lots of caps. Um, it's just unsold merch from my podcast, but I've got hundreds of them in the <laughs> attic.
2: I can't believe they weren't flying off the dressing table. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we get started, I, uh, I always ask the guests uh, if, uh, if they could bring with them. Uh, we normally do it at the end, but why not? It's, sometimes it's the most exciting part. Um, so I just ask if everyone's either got an anecdote or perhaps an interesting fact um, about the Euros. Did, uh, did anyone bring one along with them? Andy's got his uh, hand I'd, up. Yes, I did. yes Andy. Well, well, um... So
4: I you Do you love a stat? I love effect? a stat. I mean, I love a stat to a literally professional degree regarding cricket. But um, I was looking at... Um, well, you mentioned goals per game. Um, uh, most goals in the year is 2.8 goals per game. And it could be. I mean, obviously, f- there's this misapprehension with football that it's supposed to be about goals and excitement. And England are, are desperately trying to keep a lid on on this this misconception. Football is about you know stopping other teams scoring goals. It's not about joy. It's about snuffing out other people's joy. And uh, England are one of the only teams that are carrying on this tradition. And um, yeah, they I was running a sweep state with my Test Match special colleagues and one of the categories was dullest team of the group stage based on goals for and against. And England absolutely waltzed it with two goals for <laughs> and no goals against. And here's something for you. if it, yes? We love to look for omens, don't we? Let's go back to 1966. England reached the quarterfinals in 1966. I think having, we did better than that. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. So, but they made it to the quarterfinals. And obviously then, spoiler alert for anyone who's been saving it up on whatever tapes they had in, in 1966 and hasn't got around to watching the closing stage of the tournament went on to win it um, they reached the quarterfinals having scored four goals and let in no goals which is exactly what they've done this time albeit ah. with one more game so I mean that's surely I mean it's now inevitable and what, I don't know why the other teams don't just give up now it's almost it's in the bag isn't it It's has
3: oh. omens that's a, a great omen isn't it yep. that's the sort of omen witches like oh, don't oh, they? Oh. they they're into those sort of omens yes.
4: aren't they also yeah. I mean, it it adds up. It it keeps stacking up, uh, Barry. Uh, we're facing a quarterfinal against uh, a country whose name begins and ends with a vowel. It was Argentina in 1966. It's Ukraine this time. I mean, you can't you can't ignore that kind of that, I, that kind I, of pressure. I'm not I'm not ignoring it. It's coming. Right. It's,
2: co- it's coming home. Right. Who? Who? Uh, Phil? Did you have a fact? Um, I've got a sort of memory of it. In, yeah, great. Uh, in, in uh, uh, Euro
3: 96, uh, um, I was uh, quite a lot of the, the sort of World Cups and European tournaments uh, coincide with me having a writing job on a television show. And I wrote for the, uh, the catastrophic 1996 iteration of Saturday Live uh, presented <laughs> by uh, Lee Hurst um and uh whatever happened
2: to him eh oh yeah, I, I, I know i've, I've seen the, i've seen the tweets go on yeah, sorry that's right yeah. he
3: was just storming the capital wasn't he in uh january this year <laughs> um he's gone on QAnon, hasn't he but he um uh, uh despite the fact that sport had made his name uh two tickets came in while we were you know in the office for the england germany euro 96 semi-final and uh I went, let's take me, take me to it. I want to go to the game. You know, one of the sponsors had provided two tickets and he went, "Uh, no, I'm going to the pictures tonight. And we didn't go. And it's like those two tickets went begging. We ended up watching it in that room upstairs at the comedy cafe that a bunch of comedians, including myself, chipped in to sort of put a pool table and some (laughs) couches in. And uh, when we lost, Keith Dover kicked, kicked the door in (laughs) <laughs> 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 and then kicked the door in, going, it's always the Germans. He's always. And he had to be consoled by JoJo Smith and Bill Bailey, I seem
2: to remember. <laughs> oh, no. Do you know, is slightly tragic. I went to the. Um, I went out to. Um... Madrid for the uh, Champions League final. Oh, wow. Sp- Spurs against um, uh, Liverpool, obviously. Uh, and I, I didn't have a ticket uh, and I was hoping... I, I knew quite early on when I found out the tickets were going for thousands, I thought, well, I'm never gonna, I never I can't afford this. Um, but what I'd done is I'd spoken to, um, to someone at BT Sport and I said, look, what about if we put together something with a load of fan footage and, uh, and, and afterwards maybe we could do a retrospective. But I knew that this would only possibly happen if Spurs won. I knew it was completely valueless if, uh, <laughs> if, if, we, if we didn't win yeah. uh, but also I was still hoping, I was still begging the man who I've been speaking to at BT Sports to get me in on a media pass last minute, I thought I had to ticket my, my cousin, a friend of his um, he had his ticket and the guy got absolutely hammered and was making no sense and no one knew where he was, so I'm like okay well I'm coming to the stadium with you because there's a chance I've got this ticket I got almost, I got through the first bit and I got almost to the turnstile when his piss mate called and I go where are, where are you where's my ticket and I had in my hand about to go through the turnstile and I said I can't do that to someone right so I went oh, out wow. and and, and I, I bumped into this French crew and I started just begging them oh I, no sorry I'd also pretended that I was crying and, and went to the um, security <laughs> and went I've, I've got in there I've lost my ticket I've, I must have had a ticket because how have I would I have got into this part and because uh, obviously then I'd gone and handed it back to someone and stayed in there <laughs> uh, and they sent me to another queue and I couldn't get in finally I saw this French crew and I was begging them uh, to see if there's any way they could get me in and of course there wasn't uh, and then they said oh can we quickly interview you, you. Right. So I stood there doing this interview with with a French crew. And, wow. then, when I, and then when I walked off, I, and I was so gutted, and I was walking off as the game was starting, and I could see that they were still filming me doing like this lonely walk away. <laughs> it was horrible. So I saw the, the, the penalty. I heard the penalty happen. I was watching it on my phone on, on YouTube outside the stadium. Wow. It was horrific.
3: That is enterprising, though. Bloody hell, you yeah, tried but every avenue it, possible. I did, it yeah, did
2: it, yeah. but it didn't work. You're um, 96, how old would you have been in uh, in 96? Ninety six, uh, or just nineteen ninety six, not even Euro nineteen ninety six. Chloe, how old I were was you?
1: Three, so I don't remember any of the pain. I just remember all of the subsequent pain. Yeah, <laughs>
2: right, right,
4: inherited pain. That's, yeah, that's yes. Yeah.
1: I was watching my um, my cu- my cousin's little boy was watching the game yesterday, and I think it's his first like the first like first major tournament that he'll be able to remember. And I was like, this is not how we want to be setting up the our youth of tomorrow. They cannot live in a world of hope. They need, they need no, to know what no. it's like to be an England fan. That's quite
2: all right. did, you, did you have a fact? That's
1: not quite alright. Did you have did you have a fact, uh, Chloe? Well, uh, yeah, I thought it was a bit shit, and then and then you seem to be interested in um people's names, so I thought I'd just go with it anyway. So can can you guess the only player at the tournament to have whose whose name can spell both the words COVID and vaccine? He's the only player at the tournament. I'll give you a clue. He's in the England squad. COVID ooh. and vaccine. Uh, ooh. I'll give you more clues because it is quite hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in We're my squad. opinion, he's yeah. the most handsome member of the England squad.
2: Okay. Uh, um, I mean, we, we haven't got a team of lookers, let's be honest. No.
1: <laughs> this, uh, guy, this guy is notable for how good looking he is. There's a uh, famous picture of him modelling with one of his teammates. Oh, this is. It, I'm just trying to think of anyone with a V in their name.
4: It's not Bobby Charlton, is it? Yeah, it's no.
1: Bobby Charlton. Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well done. First point to Andy. I've start, I'm, I'm taking over. I'm giving the point.
2: Yeah, uh, no, no, no. This is. A, I mean, I, I'm annoyed that I, that I haven't seen this fact and got it as a question. Because I'm. To be honest, it's not. It's not like other quiz shows when they're for researchers and stuff. It's, it's me just googling stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, and, they, and I'll be honest. They're not as good as this.
1: <laughs> he, he's got a double-barrelled name. You're going to get it after that, surely. No. T- 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 Trent uh, Trent Alexander Armstrong. No, it's he's not. Cal Ho- Calvert, of it is
3: he is.
2: Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin. Yes, we got to win it. Oh, uh, Andy. Point point to Andy, and a, and a point to Chloe for coming up with a good question. Uh, me and you are on zilch, Phil. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so let's uh, let's let's start with the, with the first clip, and there'll be a question on the back of this. Could we have the first clip, please, Leon. <laughs>
3: Seen scenes like this in a full foreground for a long, long time.
2: Oh, when was that bit of commentary in the England game after what? And you uh, could buzz, you buzz by the way. To I, I could, oh, oh. buzz, buzz, yes, yes, Phil. Uh, yes the Phil. coin toss was it after the coin toss? <laughs>
3: <laughs> one of the most dynamic tosses of a coin made ever seen? It really was, wasn't it? Harry
2: Kane caught it on the back of his neck, flicked yeah, yeah, it up, yeah, <laughs> yeah amazing, and then scored from free. the halfway line. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, buzz, anyone else, yes, buzz, Chloe. Buzz, I was hoping you weren't going to say the England game and I was going to go along the same lines and say when the when the ball was driven in on the first game on the remote control car. That was amazing. Um, probably the best bit of the tournament. It was
2: absolutely <laughs> brilliant.
1: Um, but I think it could be the Thomas Muller miss. No, it isn't. Ah, it's more right, obvious okay, than more that. Aware,
2: Andy, you can, you can right. storm into a 2-1 leader. Was it the first goal? It was the first goal, oh, yes. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it seems... Uh, yeah, I mean, obvious,
4: really. I, I, oh, no, yeah, can I, I pick I, you up on on the remote control car? Yeah, uh, in terms of you know ways to start a tournament, the 1984 Olympics had a guy on a fucking jetpack yes, flying it, down did. the middle yeah. of the stadium. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And how hey, like, have Los we Angeles. gone backwards to a remote control car? Surely uh, those two things are the wrong way round. <laughs> remote control car in 1984 would have been
2: quite impressive. There, there was a brilliant meme uh, with um, uh, Harry Redknapp. Uh, with his arm out the side of him. you know you know Harry Redknapp always just on transfer yeah though. yeah <laughs> with his arm someone superimposed him and... that's so good it was when brilliant. that clip when that clip started and it was just crowd
3: noise I, thought the, much, was go- I thought the question was thought the question was going to be name these people
2: <laughs> I know. I, I, as I was listening I suddenly panicked and thought is this commentary ever going to come in I thought I, I, I didn't I didn't clip that I mean I, I, yeah I didn't clip that late enough uh, talking of Raheem Sterling right uh, he's now scored 15 goals in his last 20 appearances in all competitions for England. Before that, he went how many games without finding the nets and the nearest answer wins. I'll give you all a go on this. He went how many games without scoring before he'd scored 15 in his last 20? This is yes. 23. You say 23. I'm going to open this up to everyone. Nearest wins, Chloe? 12. 12.
4: Andy? Uh, ooh. I know he didn't get many in his first 40 games, but I don't think it was that many in a row. I'm going to go 15.
2: You're going to go 15. It goes to Phil. (laughs) Phil is off the mark. It was 27 games without scoring. Uh, He's the only player, Raheem Sterling, uh, sorry, only the second player to score in each of England's first three goals in a major tournament. So the World Cup or the Euros. Who did it before him? Who's the only other player to score in the first three games? Of a major competition
3: Lineker in Italian 90
2: it was Linica but it was actually in 86 but I'll still give you that film
4: we had a that's not right we had we had we lost one nil to Portugal in one of those games
2: in in the 86 World Cup
4: yeah and they had a nil. I think they had a nil-nil draw with Morocco as well. Oh, hang on. We're gonna to have
2: to right. Leon, <laughs> while, while we're carrying on, because there's going to be a steward's inquiry into this, <laughs> and I'm slightly concerned because Andy Andy knows his stats. I Don't mean, take I got me this. on on the stats, Barry. I, I tell you what, I I got this off the BBC website. So if if they're wrong and they think I'm paying my license fee next year, they got another yeah. thing coming.
4: It might and be I, I, that Lineker didn't start the first two because I think they started I, the tournament with Mark Hately. <laughs> I, I,
2: I, 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 and I, I do understand by not paying my licence fee, I'm affecting both Gary Lineker and Andy Zaltzman. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm prepared to do it if they've embarrassed me like this on this podcast so Leon if you could just please check that in the background we'll carry on uh, whether Lineker scored in the first three games of the 1986 World Cup Uh, in the meantime not to overburden you with stuff by the way Leon is is our wonderful uh, sound engineer Um, uh, uh, while you're doing that Leon can you also play the next clip please (laughs) take it him by Hormels. Max Hummels has done what he's done most
1: of that 45 minutes, right place, right time.
2: Again, first to buzz in. What does buzz. that better co- Yes,
1: Chloe. It's, uh after Kane uh, Kane was knocked through on, on goal in like the last minute of the first half it, and it, it bounced it, off Sacha. I,
4: I disagree. It, the, the thing he took away from him is he he nicked his pre-match chocolate bar. On the way out, was taken away from him by Hummels. It was classic <laughs> German gamesmanship. Yeah,
2: well, that's extraordinary. He he, he he did do that as well, but I'm going to give Chloe the point because okay. the commentary was actually it was a different bit of commentary. That was it was um, uh, uh, that one was actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that one was. Uh, I was about to say Gabriel. What's his name? Gabriel. What was the name of the guy who always did the pitch side stuff? But he's ITV.
4: Gabriel Clark.
2: <laughs> Gabriel Clark. That's it. I was going to say that was Gabriel Clark in the tunnel beforehand. Uh, but, it, but it wasn't. Who does the ones for BBC for a bonus point? Who does the, uh, the pitch side stuff for BBC? It Ooh. varies. If you can name me one, I'll uh, give you a bonus point. It's not
4: Jenny Bond,
2: is it? Was... Yes, Chloe. It's not Jenny Bond. Right. <laughs> no. does, or, Nick, that... or Nicholas Witchell.
1: Does
2: Andros Townsend do it? Or is he on ITV? Uh, Andros Townsend, he, I've seen him stood at the side. Uh, yep. uh so no he's ITV because i saw him there with ashley cole ITV, so, so no points that was just that was just a little uh, little ad lib question there thought i'd chuck <laughs> that one in <laughs> in some ways i wish i hadn't uh should... what's, the, what's the answer i don't know oh, right. uh, what club? <laughs> I've, I've got no idea what Leon, club? Can you check that I, I was well, saying girls? i was saying i was saying gabriel clark for christ's sake what club <laughs> what club uh, I mean, really, it would work better just to chat. This, but yeah, I, I just, we thought absolutely. we'd. Oh come on! Well, um, there's some good ones coming up. I've even right. got, if we if we get to it, if we don't run out of time, I've even got a uh, we've got an 80s game show round. Oh, awesome. uh, of play your cards right, where we guess the England team's ages. Um, I haven't thought of a title for it apart from guess their ages right. But you know, Leon, if you can come up with a better name for the play your cards right <laughs> later on, mm-hmm. stick stick that on the list. Um, what club does Hummels play for? Matt Hummels. Uh, Max Hummels.
1: Buzz.
2: Ooh. Yes, yes, Chloe. Is he
1: up for a Dortmund now? He
2: certainly is. You stormed into a 3 2 lead. Wow. Well I done. He was melt-
4: has he not Melchester Rovers anymore? Has he moved on from that? <laughs> he, has,
1: he has moved on, yeah. He right. had a big argument with Billion Fish. 3, um, three 2, it's the, it's the most dangerous score at the Euros. It's the most dangerous score? At 3-2, what, what, what I'm in at the moment. the, the right. win. Oh, yes, yes.
2: Yeah, I mean, it has been proven. There's some amazing games. We'll get onto those little Monday night games. Uh, do, do you mean physically
4: dangerous? As in, that's the score at which most fans injure themselves jumping up and down in their living room and bumping into a <laughs> coffee table?
1: Yeah, Dourish yeah. I think because there's been so many goals, there's been like a lot of beer that's been thrown around. So people mm. are more likely to slip.
2: Yes. Yeah. How many times have Germany knocked England out of major finals? How many times?
4: Are you including West Germany in this?
2: Yes, I am. Yes, sorry. Yes, I am. Yes. I should have done more research before inviting Uh, you.
1: So, uh, yes, uh, Phil.
2: Four? It's not four. Ooh. I was going to go four. Well, you're more than welcome to have a guess. I won't be taking points away Um, for getting it wrong. Yes, I did. Five? It is five, yes. (laughs) Thank you, Phil. this has suddenly (laughs) got exciting, just like
1: Monday Night's Games, with three (laughs) or... Um, i am um, that i like it when you ask a question that um phil and andy will sort of like earnestly try and work out the answer whereas i'm just sat there in vindaloo vindaloo <laughs> going around in my head waiting for a good opportunity to make a guess um
2: <laughs> well actually i have a guess at this one how many times has germany won at wembley buzz yes seven no uh buzz yes andy four no. Oh. Phil. Buzz. Yes. Five. Yes, it was five. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's three apiece. Unbelievable scenes. We've never had this before on the Never One Off the Germans podcast. We probably have, but but we have you know, for for the sake of people who listen to it, we haven't. It's exciting. Um England became the second team in Euros history to do what? Buzz. Yes, Andy. Is it?
4: get through the group stage without conceding a goal. Oh. I'll
2: give you I'll give you half a point for that. I will give us? you a full point. Yes. First four without conceding yes, a goal. Yes it is. Yes. Uh. Yes. Oh, and I mean again, I'm not sure we've had a half point before. This is This really is unbelievable. Who are the other teams who have done it? To so have not Ooh. conceded in the first four games of the Euros? Oh. Can you give us can you give us a year? Uh I can. 2016. Oh. Oh. I mean, it's all very well saying ooh but someone's ooh, got to no. answer the question yeah, yeah, yeah. or oh, <laughs> this is just dead air. Yes. What's <laughs> <laughs> Chloe uh, have a guess? But uh France? Nope. It's close geographically.
4: Belgium? No.
2: Nope. Oh, this <laughs> is getting much closer. Uh, than that. <laughs> Spain. No. The, the other one. Germany. <laughs> oh. Germany. <laughs> Can we have the next clip, please, Leon? England's nemesis. But not this time. That never used to happen. Never, ever. What never used to happen? <laughs> Brexit? <laughs> it has only happened once. You're quite right. <laughs> um. should, we, should we even be in the Euros? Yeah. <laughs> what... England's was, nemesis. This never used to happen.
4: Was there that, that commentary from the uh, <laughs> 1820s uh, composi- uh, <laughs> composing competition <laughs> when Beethoven <bait, laughs> got disqualified for using an illegal harpsichord? <laughs>
2: Against who? Yes. Edgar? Against England. But, Purs, yes. Purs? Yes. Purs? <laughs> it's, it, it's close, um, it's close, Andy, but it's not right, the right okay. answer. I can't even give you it, half a point. Phil, is yes. England's
3: nemesis uh, Thomas Muller and he would have scored the goal in his previous version of Thomas Muller that looked like Henning Vane.
2: That is exactly right and made all the more sore for Andy who answered that for a previous question. Right. But it wasn't. Oh, yes. So, uh, yes. so yes, uh, the scores on the doors are Phil has five, Andy has three and a half and Chloe has three, but there's still lots to play for. So we're going to move on to another game. Can we have the clip, please? And I want to know which game this was and what moment you think it was as well.
3: right here running up. Road on good turn of pace as well. He put that into an awkward out. It's a terrible clearance. It's 2 nil.
2: Well, I gave away the second part. But if you can tell me which game it was, <laughs> who was to buzz in, which game well, was it? Yes, I, Andy. I,
4: I believe that was uh, Denmark against Wales when Wales were, were cruelly robbed um, <laughs> by four unjust goals.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it certainly was. I don't know if anyone... There was a quote from... Uh, from There's a, a Dutch news outlet called Voetbal Internationale, which I don't speak Dutch... Uh, but I mean, it's international football, Barry. <laughs> Thank you. I was so I wasn't, lucky to have you here, Phil. I wasn't sure. And and the quote from them was uh, uh, from from a, from a Dutch news outlet was, the Netherlands were as bad as Wales, and that is not even a real country. <laughs> <laughs> that was the quote from the Dutch. So, who scored the first two goals for Denmark against Wales? Oh, yeah,
3: I've
1: forgotten the uh,
2: Loudrop. Yes, Chloe. One of the Loudrops. Buzz.
1: Um, <laughs> yes? I think he was blonde. Can I have a half point for that? <laughs> yeah, yes. I'll give you, I will
2: give you a half point for that. He was blonde. <laughs> it was Kasper Dolberg. And uh-huh. uh, how many Kaspers are there in the Danish squad, including the manager? Uh, Buzz? Yes, Chloe. Four. No, there aren't four. Buzz? Yes, Phil. 17. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wish there were.
4: I think it's the full 27, isn't it? Aren't they all called Casper? <laughs> they have to be.
2: <laughs> no, it's three. It's oh. Casper Hulman, oh. the manager, Casper Dolberg, and, of course, Casper Schmeichel. But Huffen it depends right- if
4: you're going by Casper's as their name on their you know birth certificates or passports. Or Casper oh, we're, not, as, we're not counting Casper's nicknames. Like it's, a, it's, a concept, it's, a, it's a feeling, being a Casper. <laughs> and surely they all feel
2: Casper, even if all they
3: right, actually All
2: right, I'll give, I'll give you half a point. Thank, Thank
3: you. The
1: Danish equivalent of a
3: Karen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sure. In, in Denmark, uh, you've lost that loving feeling is uh, called you've lost that Casper feeling uh, because <laughs> that means
2: you're very sad. And, uh, Fingers on the side. buzzers or mouths on the buzzers, more mm-hmm. likely. Uh, uh, can you name me a more famous Casper? Buzz. Uh, yes, Chloe. The friendly ghost. The friendly ghost is what I was looking yeah. for, yes. Um, Denmark... Not actually
4: that friendly, it turns out. Off screen. No. So That's <laughs> often off the case yeah. with showbiz stars, isn't it? Yeah, they're put on a... But really, actually, quite nasty. He one of the, uh... Once he takes that sheet off... Yeah. yeah, yeah, Not in a Me Too kind of way, but just he just <laughs> treats people badly.
2: Yeah, just, just it's arrogance yeah. more than anything, isn't it? Success, uh, success went to his translucent head. <laughs> um, Denmark were the first team... Were the first team to do what in European Championship history? Oh, I know. Was yes, it, Andy.
4: All have five bacon sandwiches at half time.
2: <laughs> and a carlsberg. Yeah, it was. That <laughs> <laughs> was, it? <laughs> oh, I can't was... Give I it. That was what. That wasn't. Uh, that, that is right. But it was not the answer I was right. looking for. Yes, Phil.
3: But is it? uh get out of their group despite losing the first two games.
2: It's not. No, um,
3: Chloe. Oh, having someone die. Having someone die during a match, is that... Then
4: come
2: back oh, I mean, to
4: life. I think Israel had that in about 33 AD in a game. Right, right.
2: Right. I'm going to give you a point for that, Phil, because that that is correct. I believe they are the first team to have a player die and be resurrected. Uh, get well soon, Christian
1: Erickson. Yeah. Yes, Chloe? He's now um, going to be referred to as Casper, the friendly ghost, uh, He's Christian <laughs> um, so, so, For a couple of uh, minutes. For just a couple of weeks, are we looking for an answer still?
2: Oh, we might as well. I mean, I've asked the question.
1: I honestly don't bloody know, but I oh, think maybe fine. win by four goals.
2: Yes, it is. You should have more without. confidence, Chloe. It absolutely is, nice. and 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 you have uh, um, you're in second place now. And Andy, this is this is how things can turn in this quiz. Right. I'm regretting uh, my bacon answer now. <laughs> I actually knew the answer to that I mean, one, I've let the, myself down The, the, book, the book is favourite at the moment, is in last place on uh, oh on, on five points uh, Chloe in second place on five and a half and Phil has six points, uh, let's move on to the next clip, please Leon Oh! <laughs> What was special and who knew it, Andy? Oh, that's
4: got to be the Spanish back pass. One of the greatest own goals in the history of all football. Uh, young Pedri from uh, the Barcelona Prodigy. Very few players would have seen that was even on to smash it past his own goalkeeper from 45 yards out. That's a sign of a quality young player who's prepared to go the extra mile and knock it into his own goal from uh, from close to halfway. So, I mean, that that was pretty special for me.
1: Hey, um, It's a good lengthy answer. Right. You can 't undermine them um, the goalkeeper's part in that. it was a great dummy. it was, yeah, but that's you what you expect dummies. from
4: yeah. spain isn 't yeah. it they 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 play the game in a different in a different
2: way. <laughs> mm. Can you imagine if the commentator for the own goal was just like, "Oh, that's special, <laughs> and he knows it <laughs> <laughs> i mean, I, I, mean I, I wish he had of just incidentally before we as, as, a, as a side as a side bonus question. Um, there have been a lot of own goals at, at this tournament. There have actually been more than any other tournament combined out of fifteen Euros. How many? Yes, Andy. Nine. Th- oh, Andy, I've, oh. you're quite right. <laughs>
4: I've done. Some, I've done some research on this, Barry. Brilliant. Yes, wow. this was part two of the fact that I didn't get round to earlier on. N- n- nine in forty-four matches. That's basically one per five games, near enough. And previously, over the history of the Euros, has won every thirty-seven matches there were five in nine tournaments from 1980 to 2012 so you've got to ask why is this happening the last world cup <laughs> had more own goals than any previous world cup 12 in 64 games one every five games basically similar mm. prior to that the previous um six world cups one every 17 games what what is happening in international football that footballers are seeing their own goals and thinking? I'm going to stick the fucking ball in there. What mm. what has changed for one point? Anyone? Yes. So since Brexit, it's Brexit. Since Brexit, the rate of own goals in international football has gone through the roof.
1: It's alarming <sighs> that um, that like Andy, when he switches it on and stops giving his silly little answers, could wipe the floor with us. Um, <laughs> it's like he's toying with us, much like Paul Pogba was uh, against the Swiss. Which I believe is the oh, answer. and
2: you brought it around beautifully back to the back Thank to the, the question and the answer. Uh, that that is absolutely right. Um, it was a it was a it was a cracking game, wasn't it? France Switzerland Monday. Let's let's quickly Mon- Monday night. I, I I can't remember seeing uh, you know two games back to back. That exciting! I can't remember the last time in in uh, in knockout football. Andy Andy's probably got an example of of and to, to prove me wrong on this. Uh,
4: I, well, the I think the nineteen ninety FA Cup semi finals. <laughs> I was at my <laughs> grandparents' house and they had two back to back on telly. I think it was it was Crystal Palace beat Liverpool four three, and yep. I think Man United and Oldham had like a three all or a four three as well on the same afternoon, and it felt like football would never quite as ridiculous as that again and yet there it was on monday it with was 5-3 and a 3 all
2: it was extraordinary because because also just in terms of sort of matches swinging there was the moment obviously when laris saved the penalty and then benzema scored that, i mean that that first goal when he dragged it from behind him and you're like yeah. there's no way france aren't winning this uh, and what a what a game did you watch it phil
3: uh yeah yeah it was fantastic incredible game
2: uh i mean they were two fantastic matches
3: weren't they i mean to end up uh three three all uh full time and the score they end up five three in extra time spain versus croatia that was a brilliant game you know there's just been fantastic games after all the sort of doer games of the group suddenly things kind of went mental didn't they which often- do you remember? The, do you remember germany beating brazil seven one uh, so, was that the last World uh, Cup? Yeah, and I'll, I'll um, tell you. I'll, t- I'll tell I you something.
2: About, I'll tell you something about that. I I, I was at the uh, I was at the Soho Theatre watching a um, Kyle Kinane, the comedian, brilliant comedian Kyle Kinane at the, at the Soho Theatre, and uh, I had recorded it, and I was avoiding the score, and I saw a text from my brother go unbelievable. And I put my phone down. Uh, I went into the, the toilet, someone walks in and Go, do you know the result? And I went. They were talking to a friend. Don't tell me I've recorded it. Someone else came straight. I can't believe seven one. And I was I was so furious. <laughs> right like and and the guy was looking at me I was oh great thanks a lot and the guy he's done nothing wrong but I was so furious because I was like imagine if I'd have got home and watched that as live yeah, I, yeah. like the most unbelievable result ever so I, I left the, the theatre I was I was just so I was so gutted I was I mean I mean I must have there must be more going on in my life at that point because I, <laughs> I, 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 I was disproportionately gutted and and I walked I bumped into Ed Gamble uh, uh the comedian and we were, we were talking, and I told him about it. because You're right. I said, No, I'm not right, actually. And I told him the story, and I can see him looking at me, going, Oh, bloody hell, mate. All right. And as we turned around the corner, I went, I've avoided this score. And if it hadn't been for that guy, and I swear, I'm not making this up, there was a, a conga came around the corner with a load of Germans going, 7 on 1. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um about a, a couple of years i was uh years ago i was walking through soho and uh i saw a german lady and i knew that she was german because she was wearing a vest top and on her left arm she had tattooed germany seven brazil one. Oh wow and i just thought that was quality so what 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 do you guys think is the result that you would have tattooed on you oh
2: Oh. Uh, I don't. know. I always I always do think back though to the to the story about the guy who uh, who got um, Andy Cole a massive Andy Cole tattoo on his leg uh, the day that he signed for Man United. He was a Newcastle supporter.
1: <laughs> oh no! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, what a stupid thing to do anyway. brother. that is absolutely. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, it it'd have to be a
4: nil I nil. Mean... I reckon. <laughs> Just because you have nil nil tattooed on you, people might think you've competed in two fifths of an Olympics.
2: <laughs> I'd, I'd get if I got nil nil, I'd, I'd have I'd have it around each nipple.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all on the buttocks, uh, just to, to, to do sitting on it constantly, reminding of reminding you of a, a wonderful uh,
2: nil nil draw. <laughs> Do you you know, a friend of mine um, uh, said that he'd he'd read that if you had to put a £5 bet on the two games being 3-0 on on Monday night, uh, it would have paid out £20,000. You're like, well, of course. (laughs) (laughs) What mug would ever have gone into a bookies or online Uh, move of the times, Barry? Most people are doing it on app. Uh, But who who would have put that bet on? Um, Switzerland went out on penalties in the last Euros. Does anyone know who against? This is quite a difficult question. Ooh.
4: Oh God, I can't remember that at all.
2: Yeah, there are. Uh... No. no, it was quite tricky. It was. It was. It was Poland. It was oh, Poland, course. right? Yeah. Um. I mean, we we've we're quickly running out of time here. Actually, this is Ooh. this is uh, this has gone very quickly. So I think what we what we should do. Let me see. Just uh, guess uh, at the answers to the remaining questions. I'm
3: going to go uh, through six. a couple of quick ones. <laughs> uh, six. Alan Shearer, um, offside. And then, offside. And then we. Can,
2: and then <laughs> we I think we I'm going to run through a, a couple of a couple of questions really quickly, right. and then uh, and then we're going to do. I'm going to do the shortest of the game. I had I had I play cards right. I had the prices right. I blankety blank. We're just going to do blankety blank. Um, but before that, I'm going to go through a couple of quick questions for, uh, for you. <laughs> blankety
4: blank quick. is in fact the official um, FIFA terminology for a nil-nil draw.
3: Well, <laughs> can <you come> <laughs> yeah. That's a bit more Dutch you've learnt, Barry.
2: <laughs> a bit more Dutch there. <laughs> uh, I, th- yeah, I mean, every day's a school day. Um, which pairing have created the most chances over the last two Euros?
4: Which pairing? Yeah, Ooh. which... Uh, the Proclaimers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not Harry and Meghan, is it?
2: <laughs> um, I, it uh, De Bruyne and Lukaku. No, they were second. joint second it, with De Bruyne and Hazard.
1: Chances or goals?
2: Chances. Oh, did
1: you just give
2: us the answer? No, no. no. They, they were they were sort of second and third. with De Bruyne and Lukaku and De Bruyne and Hazard. Uh, so- Eden Hazard, not the new one. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't get it's almost a trick question. It was Ramsey and Bale. Oh. Ah. ah. Yeah, well, they're easy when you know the answers, aren't they? That's, <laughs> what, uh, that's what What's his name used to say? Didn't he, uh, older Chris Tarrant? Um, let's when have we a go, look.
3: When we go, ooh, we're really saying nil nil.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> tell me about another significant game. We've obviously got Belgium uh, against Italy. Tell me about a, a, a significant game between Mancini and Martinez in terms of knockout football.
4: Uh, oh, is it a cup final? Yes. Does yes. Wigan. And
2: it,
1: Wigan vs. Mm, no.
4: Yeah, Wigan Wigan versus Wigan two. Man City. i
2: will give you half point each for that because you sort of you sort of joined together work, on that answer. Teamwork. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Ben well Watson done. Scored the winner. That's got to be worth an extra point, hasn't it? Uh, Thanks, yeah, go on, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> go on then. Go on then. I mean, I mean you're, you're a fool to yourselves because uh, that's put Chloe in the lead. Um, all was of he Holland's the gingerest red...
4: ever scorer in a cup final, Ben Watson? He was quite ginger, wasn't he? Has there been a Very
1: ginger,
4: more ginger scorer in a cup final than Ben Watson? No. Uh, the, I mean, I med- d- as you said that, do final. you know what
2: I thought of? I just thought of Gordon Strachan when he pretended to climb the, over the advertising boarding. And, <laughs> would that have been the 86 World Cup?
4: Yeah, he played in 86. Scotland had those shorts with a bizarre... They had played a game against Uruguay. Uruguay had a red card in under a minute. And, um, in fact, throughout the 1990s, they were officially at the UN. The little badge in front of the Uruguayan delegate said, 10-man Uruguay. Their (laughs) official title, isn't
2: (laughs) (laughs) it? Talking of red cards, uh, how many red cards have Holland had against the Czech Republic or Czechoslovakia? Uh, Bearing in mind, it's the only red cars they've ever had at the Euros. Interesting fact for you. Go, go on, Andy. Three. No, but you're close. Z- yes, Phil. Four. It is four. four. Well four. done.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Andy.
2: <laughs>
3: um, uh, and Always go after Andy. That's my rule. That's my rule. Everything.
2: Two more questions before we very quickly play blankety blank and then we're done. The. The young goal that Andy referred to earlier in the, uh, in the uh, Croatia-Spain match was the second longest-range goal in Euros history at 49.3 yards. What was the longest? Yes, uh, Andy.
4: I know this. It yes. was Patrick Schick against Scotland. And it I know really? this because in my the sweepstake that I'm running, there is a category for longest-range goal wow. that you can win £30 if your team scores a lot. And it was basically done after the first weekend of games. And that was—we're all very disappointed by that. Very disappointed. Well, he he ruined disappointed? Patrick Should... Schick ruined a significant element of my sweepstake.
2: Well, well you shouldn't be uh, because you just scored a point on the uh, right. on on the on the Euros podcast. Never write off the Germans. Awful name now. Looking back, awful name. <laughs> um, the um, uh, Alvaro Morata has scored five goals in the Euros. He is the joint leading Spanish scorer with whom? Yes. Fernando Torres? It is Fernando Torres. Ooh, good oh, one. Oh, my God. We're going to go on to blankety-blank now. It's almost like sudden death because these are the scores going into the... Oh, I was going to do one blankety-blank each, but actually, do you know what? A, we've run out of time. Secondly, I can use them on another one. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the scores on the doors are Andy on 7.5 and Chloe and Phil on 8 each. It all comes did, down... Do we have, yes, did we yes.
4: ever get a confirmation on the Gary Lineker... Uh,
2: Oh, gotcha. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Le- Leon, Leon, um, can, you, can you please come in on that and let us know? Uh, I didn't actually. Oh, get right. in okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> telling
4: you, he didn't score in the first two games. Uh, I,
2: I, I'm going um, uh, to. Uh, he, he got
4: three in the last group game against Poland. He got two against Paraguay in the second round, and he got England's goal in the quarter final against Argentina.
2: I mean, he seems pretty sure, doesn't he? I'm very confident yeah, yeah. of that, Barry. He is very calm. And how did I word the? Petrsly got again? the other
4: goal against Paraguay, and those P- were the P- only P- seven P- goals P- he P- got in the tournament.
2: P- P- um the my how brain was I... wasted. So who, <laughs> who, um, whose question was that? Who do I need to take points off? Uh, me, take it off me.
3: I said Lineker for nineteen ninety. Yeah, uh, I mean, you he had... scored those pens, didn't he? He scored pens, was it?
4: Well, they were at the end of the tournament, weren't they? He... Got the two against Cameroon in the quarter yeah, I Yeah, mean,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he didn't... So, yeah, so he wasn't in the group stages. I think then no, we I only s- got, we I mean, got... I mean, listen, we had,
2: we, we, we had a bit of... Andy, you know this as, as a host. I had a bit of momentum going there. Yeah. Going so into the...
3: <laughs> I've
4: absolutely ruined it,
2: haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> <Bring> it <laughs> up, <laughs> uh, facts just, to a quiz. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take half a point off to keep it interesting off you feel because <laughs> that was the answer I had, despite the fact it might well have been incorrect. Uh, and I'll tell you how I can't multitask because as I went to search for it quickly, uh, I started typing in Andy Zoltzman instead of Gary Lineker. <laughs> right. we're,
4: we're very interchangeable, really. <laughs> I, it, might, I, it might be he was the last England player to score in three consecutive games at a tournament. Maybe maybe it was that well
2: could well, well, that have been question I've baric it might have been good job i have only taken half a point off right. uh, and it, and it's all <laughs> to play for going into the final question which is blankety blank
4: <laughs> yes did the french call Laurent blanc blankety as a as a nickname do you think <laughs>
3: design, it should have done
4: shouldn't they? I think it would have been
2: Blankety. Blankety. You love Blankets as well, so it would have been quite appropriate. He was a big Blanket fan. And and, uh, you know what he liked with his Christmas dinner? Frank Le
3: They (laughs) used to call him Blankety Frank.
2: (laughs) 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 What a great name, isn't it? Frank the Beef. Love it. Okay, right. uh, This is a newspaper headline from yesterday. The game, the day of the England-Germany match. And I need you, whoever buzzes in first, to fill in the blank. This came from one of our... Is it the war? <laughs> 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 it, actually, uh, no, uh, it isn't, but uh, okay. I, I, be, I, early I, on that. I right. bet I've bet. there was a lot of that going on at Wembley well, yesterday. Yeah. Oh. Um, right, this is the question. All to play for, final round. Whoever wins this walks away with this week's title. Come on, Harry, even blank scored. Bzz, yes uh, Phil Matt Hancock yes it was Bingo. it was Matt Hancock it was the front page of the sun come on Harry even Hancock scored uh, well I mean what a game for the neutrals very tense yep yeah, yeah. I mean, there's if no you're... neutrals in a quiz like this <laughs> well surely. if people listening if they're big Andy Jortsman fans or Chloe Pett's fans then you know, you're going to be disappointed but you disappointed. will we've a, a, let them down a, Chloe But you you can't deny that that Phil came out of nowhere. He was the first to score, and he wins with 8.5 to Chloe's 8. And, I mean, I don't know what what odds we would have got on this. Andy in last place with 7.5. I'm not even giving you half a point for for correcting me. In fact, I'm taking points off for correcting me. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Andy on minus 15. Descent, essentially. (laughs) yeah it was red card off you go uh we didn't even get to play your cards right which i've just realized as i say i I'd, I'd, I'd made play your cards right of just going through the england scene guessing whether the next player was older or younger i should have done it on red or yellow cards might do that for the next one but yeah. but none of you will be on it so uh, you'll, you'll have to listen in as will uh, the rest of you listening thank you for for downloading never write off the germans and thank you very very much quickly before we go anything to plug guys anything anything you want to plug? Uh, no, 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 fine. No me. Yeah, no, no worries. No, no one wants to plug anything. Life Just... in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 hooray for sport. life. Hooray for sport.
1: Oh, yeah. sport's been a big
2: winner. I mean, Phil might have won this.
1: I'd like to plug Andy's podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> i
2: like yeah. And the news quiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> and Test Match Special. Yeah, <laughs> I'd
3: like to plug Andy as, as a concept. Yeah. The Thanks. concept of Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Andy Zaltzman, well and truly (laughs) plugged. Um, (laughs) He's got the Casper factor. Thank you, you, Andy Zaltzman. Thank you, Chloe Petz. Thank you, Phil Whelan. Thank you very much for listening. Never Write Off The Germans, written and hosted by Barry Castanola, produced by Mike Lee and Paul Myers, engineered by Liam Gorman, and original format by Ashley Blaker.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.